What's up guys, it's Marimba here from Life With Peace and I just want to welcome you to our autumn chapter of Life With Peace 2022. This season is all about the autumn time harvest. That's right, this is the season where we're going to start seeing evidence of the seed sown with tears and grit and sacrifice. The Lord is really in the business of redeeming and vindicating His people. So if this is for you, I want you to snatch this. I want you to hang on to this season with everything you've got as we confidently gather the harvest, gather the reward, gather the produce of our hard work, right? And the beautiful thing about this season is much of the harvest that we're actually reaping is not going to be from seeds that we've planted ourselves. That's right. We are also going to be reaping the benefits of the seeds of the Abrahams that have gone before us. That's crazy, right? God is really in the business of blessing his kids. It says in Isaiah 61 verse 8, For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations. Everyone will realize that they are a people the Lord has blessed. That's right, guys. Take that word. This is the season in which everyone will realize that we are a people the Lord has blessed. I can't wait to get into it, guys. Join me for the journey. Peace. What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? Okay, real quick, transparently, when I recorded this episode, I totally put the wrong settings on and I did not end up recording with my studio microphone. And I totally recorded with my laptop and I didn't realize until the end, but there is some great nuggets in here and I decided not to re-record it because I'm like, look, When God is flowing, God is flowing. I'm not about to hinder it just because some speaker, you know, is sounding muffled. So, you know what, just excuse the audio, but definitely sit back, relax and enjoy this wonderful Life with Peace episode. All right, guys. Peace. What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? It's Marimba here from Life with Peace and I am so excited. I am talking softly because I'm totally recording like... (laughs) at 10.30 at night and my kids are asleep so (laughs) anyway I'm very excited I'm going to jump right into this one because I'm like fresh off a beautiful day I've had the best day with my kids like my daughter stayed home from daycare today so I was with her and my youngest so only my eldest went to daycare and we had the best day together I was really blessed by this day I'm like it was one of those days that really had me saying God I thank you like I'm very full I'm very content so this is a beautiful time to record a podcast because I'm just so grateful to God for everything that he has done today and just enabling me to just bask in his glory and in his presence and appreciate these blessings that I call my kids so Today, the podcast episode has nothing to do with that, but we are talking (laughs) about um, being uncompromising. And I feel like it's something I've talked about before, but I think it's such an important topic. We cannot stress it enough. We cannot talk about it enough. Um, Because as you know, through the intro, you've heard that this season of autumn, God put on my heart, it's all about harvest. It's a harvest season. Now harvest, you know, we're going to go into that in a couple of episodes to come, but 
harvest can be harvest is more than just you know obviously i want to get a bunch of stuff amazing but it's like the seeds that have been sown we're starting we're going to start seeing the fruit and we're reaping the harvest not just seeing the fruit but it's actually now reaping we're going to be collecting and seeing the benefits and enjoying and and living in the benefits of the seeds that have been planted you know in the process of our journeys um so you know i think it's important to discuss the area of compromising because sometimes I don't know about you, but you know, you know, you know yourself. Let me be real. You go to the gym or you get in some kind of exercise regime and what do we do? We get a little bit, you know, we see some results. We see half a kg come off and we're like, yes, this is amazing. Then, you know, or maybe you've lost a bunch of weight. (laughs) I don't know who I'm coming for with this, but no judgment because I am totally you. But, you know, you see a bunch of stuff happening and you're like, this is amazing. Let me just go all out and just kind of throw everything in the bin, you know, all of the, you know, discipline and all of the kind of strategy and the hard work and efforts that I put in. Like, nah, it doesn't matter because, you know, I've I've got what I wanted at the end of the day. So let me just throw in the towel now and do whatever I want to do. And then we start acting surprised when, you know, our energy levels start being poor, when we start seeing the kgs add up on that scale, et cetera, et cetera. I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> that used to be a big thing for me, like, back in the day. But now, and honestly, now I'm like, I just, I'm, I'm just living my life and letting God do what he wants to do with me when he wants me to go exercise or when I feel like exercising, I'm going to do that, but. ATM, I'm trying to get my life together. So (laughs) exercise is good for you. Don't follow my example. I'm just trying to juggle three kids and get back into a routine. So anyway, yeah, so I just think it's so important to remember not to compromise. And it's not even just remembering it. It's really now, I think, us getting to that heart posture of being like, God, don't let me compromise. Like anything that is going to cause me to compromise, deal with me, like refine me and strengthen me in that area that I don't compromise, like cause me to not compromise. Because now it's like, for me personally, it's like, I'm understanding that the call is too great. I'm like, I can't afford to compromise. Like, not that I ever could, but I'm like, I'm really at a stage that I cannot afford to compromise because it's like, when you understand that he's called you to shine in a certain area or influence in a certain area, you can no longer afford to kind of be like, ah, but like, you know, it doesn't matter what I do because whatever, like, you know, it doesn't matter. No, it's understanding that, you know what, there are people that are looking, you know, in certain positions, like let's say you can see like um, a big area is let's say celebrities, you know, a lot of young people look up to celebrities, which, you know, it can be questionable because we should always be looking to Jesus, not looking to people. But at the end of the day, you know, people are there and people tend to gravitate and look towards those that are in those high positions, right? We all do it. Um, and I remember, I think there was a particular celebrity that made a comment of, I think someone had, I don't know if she'd been criticized or something, but she'd made a comment. And she was like, look, I've never asked to be like a role model for anybody. Like, so if you want to stop acting like I'm your role model or whatever, or stop judging me for what I do because I've never asked to be a role model. And, you know, fair enough, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're all accountable for who we look up to. Like, we are not supposed to put people in the position of God, right? But then at the end of the day, I was kind of like, well, isn't that interesting? Because at the end of the day, when we are kind of in those positions, let's say you're in the position of a parent or in the position of, you know, um, a leader at school or a leader at university or stuff like that, 
Like, it's kind of like, well, you kind of are, like, even if you've not asked for it, you being in that position just kind of assumes that influential, you know, headship, if that makes sense. If that, yeah, I think, I I wish I could say it better, but you're in a position of influence at the end of the day. So even if you don't want to be or you, you never asked to be, at the end of the day, you're still in a position of influence, like by way of you being a celebrity or by way of you being a leader here or by way of you, you know, having experience in this area, you are a leader. Um, and so often I think we can kind of be absent-minded of that or perhaps even careless, you know. We don't actually think that the position that we hold or that we have has that weight. So we kind of just do whatever we want to do, kind of living in a way that is not accountable to anyone or anything and not really reflecting on the words that we say. And honestly, like, it's, it, I'm talking to myself here. Like, it's just something I think it's really humbling um, and it's something God really put on my heart, like about this season, like, hey, like with the increase, don't compromise with the increase. Don't like inflate yourself and don't forget like where I've brought you from, because we see it time and time again in the word, you know, and it's the weakness of, of flesh. Right. God will pick somebody from a humble place and then, you know, he increases, elevates, blesses. And then lo and behold, you know, compromise happens or the temptation to do this happens. So. A great example is King Solomon, you know, he has a great start. He's like, hey, like, God, you know, I'm ready to do what you want me to do, my father. He was a great king. And, you know, I don't have the wisdom he had. I'm like a child. So, God, I just ask for wisdom. And God's like, oh, my goodness, wonderful. Since you ask for wisdom, you didn't ask for riches and all of this stuff. I'm going to give you the wisdom and I'm going to give you the riches and the fame and all of that stuff that you didn't even ask for. Incredible, right? Like, what a great start. Um but obviously, you know, with all those riches, all these great blessings the Lord gave him because the Lord gave to him because he's like, oh, this is what I promised you. So I'm going to be good on my promise. Like I'm going to fulfill what I said. Um, but along the way, with all of that comes a temptation. Um, and, you know, Solomon had a weakness for women. Homeboy, anyway, I don't know if I can call him homeboy, but this man had like over 1,000 women, you know, 700 of them were wives and like 300 were concubines or one or the other and it's just like I don't understand like you must have some of these guys some of these chicks must have just seen him like once in their entire lifetime because there's no way you can juggle that many women and be a king and do all the stuff you need to do like that's just it's just you know that's not possible so (laughs) imagine being wifey number like 370 hey my gosh no way no way no how anyway so (laughs) King Solomon had that weakness um, and had that really, it was just, you know, anyway, let's not go into ripping into his character, but, you know, just being undisciplined in that area. He was just being undisciplined and, you know, God was like, you know, don't intermarry like with this and that and whatever, because ultimately their lifestyle is going to influence your lifestyle as a king. And because you're a king, you're going to be, you know, you're in the position of influence. So what you do is ultimately going to influence the people after you, yada, yada, yada. Um, but Solomon, you know, he compromised in that area. He married, he liked his, you know, different women. He said, I'm marrying from East, West, North and South. I'm marrying from everywhere. So they brought all their everywhere gods too. And that caused him to compromise. (laughs) I'm just being real. This is me paraphrasing scripture. Lord, correct me where I'm wrong, but I really believe I'm paraphrasing this beautifully for you. (laughs) So like he compromised and that affected his leadership. It affected 
his, you know, um, political choices affected his spiritual choices, affected the way that he governed and the way that he led his people. He became more and more compromising as time went on. And that influence ultimately poured out onto his sons and their leadership and so on and so forth and so on and so forth. And it was just a bunch of confusion and idol worship that was introduced and it was a hot mess. And I really believe God's like reminding us and through his word, you know, there are so many examples that he always points us to. Like, remember, he remembered, he knows the pattern of human beings. And he's like, I want you, when you have this increase, honor me with the increase don't forget me with the increase. So I want to encourage each of us, like, you know, where the increase is. I don't know what the increase looks like in your life. And I'm not just talking about, oh, an increase of followers on social media. Maybe the increase is an increase in wisdom or an increase in knowledge or understanding or uh, communication ability or an increase in you know, your spiritual giftings, like maybe you now you can sing really well, or you can you're walking with more of an assertiveness and all of that stuff. You know, now with these new giftings or this increase in whatever area, don't compromise. Because best believe the enemy's always waiting. He's looking, he's waiting for an opportunity to jump in and plant some pride in us and all of that stuff. But God is saying, hey, with this increase, honor me with this increase. See this as being like you offering up the best portions of like your ram or your bull or whatever they would sacrifice in the old days, you know, like offer it up to me and always keep bringing it to me, keep bringing it to me. Don't think that, you know, this has been given to you just for you to kind of like compromise and say, okay, well, thanks God, got what I wanted, see ya, like I don't need you anymore. He's not like that. God wants relationship. And I think an important thing to remember in this is that, you know, a way to help us, I think, to not compromise is recognizing that God is always greater than what he gives. Whatever he gives us pales in comparison to him. What is greater, the gift giver or the gift itself? Who, you know, the gift couldn't come by itself. It has to come from something. So it's like if God can give out these good gifts and these good blessings and this harvest that, you know, we're seeing and recognizing and appreciating, then how much more can come from him? And the thing about God is he's so crazy, like, in the best way possible. He's like, I want to bless you. I want to give you good things. But the problem comes from when you guys are wanting this stuff more than you want me, because then when you're looking to stuff, then you're easily led astray because there's a whole bunch of stuff in this world and not everything is beneficial to you. We see that scripture in Corinthians when it's like, you know, yeah, everything might be permissible. Like you might have the right or whatever to do everything, but not everything is beneficial for you. So, you know, sure, you can go and bow down to a bunch of metal idols and all of that stuff, but it doesn't mean it's going to be fruitful or beneficial to your spirit. Like, it's not going to serve you. It's not going to fill you or satisfy you. Sure, you can go and sleep with that person because, oh, yeah, I'm liberated. I can do what I want to do. Okay, cool. You've got that choice, but it doesn't mean it's going to actually make you whole in the way that you imagine it would, you know. So we need to be aware of these things that when God liberates us or when God is opening certain doors as we've been, you know, experiencing and seeing you know, let's not compromise. Let's stand firm. Let's keep our integrity. Let's not try start replicating what social media is telling us to do or replicating what those around us are doing and try to backfire and say, I'm going to do this like because that person's doing me like that. So I'm going to show them a, you know, a taste of my medicine or whatever. Let's not start getting puffed up just because of the increase. Let us remain humble. And that doesn't mean that you have to be weak. It doesn't mean that you have to be like a pushover and, you know, walk around with hunched shoulders and just weepy all the time. No. 
It means you can walk in the confidence of the Lord and it means you can be secure in who he's called you to be rather than trying to kind of seek affirmation from those around you and therefore having like meltdowns because maybe those around you are not acknowledging you or recognizing you as being, you know, who you want them to recognize you as. You know, we need to learn to be a people that are secure in ourselves, secure in who God has called us to be. Therefore, we don't need the whole world to tell us, oh, you're this, you're that, and whatever. Sure, if someone says that, that's nice, it's great, but let it be in addition to what you already know so i don't know who that was for but that was for free you're welcome praise jesus thank you holy spirit for releasing that unto my sister or brother because there we go we all need that so <laughs> um yeah but that's honestly i just want to talk about that today and it's really just a reminder because i really believe i've talked about this probably on peace and the promise in some of our bible studies you need to check them out by the way the link is in my bio go to my youtube um, and my Facebook because I host uh, weekly Bible studies on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Australian Western Standard, Western Standard Time. Um, I host them weekly and this this month our theme is um, the rebuild, the rebuild process. God gave me the word for this month in the Peace and the Promise, a light it up session, which is the word that he gives me every month. Um, it's like a prophetic word. And a really timely word that's kind of declaring what the coming, you know, weeks are going to bring. Um, and honestly, everyone is he's spoken. I've just seen the fruit of it. I've just seen it all come to pass. So you really need to get amongst that. But anyway, the light of that word for this month is was go and rebuild. So our Bible studies are really based on that. So it's just studying and looking into the rebuild process and what kind of things are we looking at and what kind of hurdles did you know, the children of Israel faced when they were going to rebuild um, Jerusalem, ultimately in the temple of God, the, the wall of Jerusalem, the temple, all of that stuff. So definitely go and check it out because it's really timely and I'm sure it's going to bless your life because it's already blessing mine. Um, but yeah, guys, I am really, I'm just, that's about it. I'm really in, 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 a, in a state of peace right now. So if this podcast has put you to sleep that's okay <laughs> I'm feeling very chill and I'm really just enjoying and basking in the peace of God and just not racing away from it not trying to scavenge and find something to think about or to stress about I'm just enjoying being me and just being here enjoying his presence like honestly guys you can be free you can enjoy the peace of God in whatever season as long as you just surrender and yield to him, God's like, look, you don't have to search for something to stress about. Whatever, you know, maybe you've been feeling like you're just, it's like you've got a bucket and you're just trying to, every time God like empties the bucket and is like, hey, just leave it empty. Just leave it with me in here. Like you are okay. You can just have me in here. And, you know, I'm light. You don't have to have like all those heavy burdens, you know, take my yoke upon you because hey, my yoke is easy and my burden is light, but you're like, no, I want a heavy burden. I'm used to having stress. I'm used to having strife in my life. So I'm just going to keep filling this bucket. Every time Jesus empties it, let me try and search for something else to fill it with. <laughs> that was me. And I want to tell you what God always tells me. He, he stops me in my tracks, like, and he hasn't had to do it in a little while, but you know what, he still has to do it because I'm a human. So he says, he's like, Marimbe, you don't have to search for something to refill that space. 
Like, because honestly, I was a person that was so used to having strife, like internal strife, like where the negative thoughts are trying to find something to condemn myself about or just anything, just finding something to stress about or worry about. I was so used to doing that ever since I was a kid. Um, you know, it felt foreign to me to be able to just sit and not have condemnation and sit and just not have something to stress about and not be looking for something to stress about. Honestly, it, it sounds crazy to somebody who's not really, you know, in that way of operating, but it was so foreign to me. I was like, what do you mean? I don't have to stress about something. Like I thought that made me a really good Christian that I'm always searching. <laughs> I'm searching for something to be wrong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> How can I fix it? <laughs> And God's like, you don't have to fill that space. That's not your job. Like, if I need to convict you about something, I'm going to convict you. But your job is not to sit there 24 hours a day, 365, stressing and thinking about something and trying to find something to stress about. So I don't know who that's for, but I release you, friend, in the name of Jesus as the Lord has released me. You don't have to sit here and find something to stress about today. You just go about your day in the peace of God and let God's sweet conviction convict you when it needs to. And don't let condemnation snatch your joy today because it's pointless. It's not going to save you. It's not going to liberate you. It's just going to keep you stuck in a negative cycle. You know, it's not going to set anybody free. The only one that can set people free is Jesus Christ himself. And he wants you to live in peace. So enjoy that peace, right? In Jesus' name. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you for listening to my random rambles that have some life in them because Jesus is speaking. But until the next podcast, guys, I think that's about it. But I'm, I really love this episode and I'm really excited for the for all that's to come. But anyway, actually, I want you guys to send me testimonies in that email that you see in my description box somewhere. It should say info, info at peaceinthepromise.com. I do believe, but double check, check in my description box and send me your testimonials. I want to see where you are harvesting. And I want to share. I won't share your name. I'm going to just say, hey, look, Sister Friend has had increase in this area. I want to hear it. And I will share some of my testimonies as I always do. But anyway, guys, <laughs> that's about it. Until the next episode. Peace. All music used is sourced from Ixon Music.